Hey Stars fan, this is Alex Ranger and you're listening to A View from Section C. A View from Section C is sponsored by Don Michel Italian Restaurant, Perth Road, Dundee. Hello and welcome along to episode 77 of the Don Michele sponsored A View from Section C. I said it correctly this week. Senior. Welcome back. It's been a couple of weeks yeah. off, um, a long two weeks off has. Um, for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, we'll touch on all that later on. Um, yeah. But yeah. How are you doing? You all right? I'm okay. Getting there, eh? Good. So, yeah, just got to go on with it, have you? Yes, indeed. Um, I see you're wearing your Pittsburgh stuff this week. Wearing my Pittsburgh stuff? Yeah. Is did that because you, that, you, that you beat your pal? No. No, I'm just wondering if that's because no. you beat Listen. your pal on, on Sunday for Nottingham. No. Um, did you see the own goal they scored last night? No. Oh, so they were on the power play, right? <laughs> Jerry's on the bench. Latang's got the puck. Drop passes it to Malkin. Malkin misses it. Goes right in the goal. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Crosby's just standing on the ice with his stick against his helmet yeah. like that. Shocking, he said. Brilliant. Well, I've got Ottawa gear back on because we yeah. are starting to win games and we are going to win the cup. That's it. I've decided it's yeah. happening. Okay. Saints are winning the cup. Well, I'll, but, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you um, a scoop here. Penguins are not winning the cup and the Penguins are not making the playoffs. There you go. Good. Good. I'm fed up seeing them in it. Yeah. Anyway, we have a special guest this week, Senior. Um, I did we say do. that, obviously, with last week's episode being cancelled. Um, we were going to get someone on the show to make up for our lack of efforts, according to Mama Betty. Now, I'm not going to list all the teams. However, this man does deserve some form of introduction looking at the resume. It's off the the charts, off the scales, this one. So, former assistant coach, and I'm going to look away because there's a list here. Former assistant All coach right. in the NCAA, in the AHL, and former assistant coach in the NHL. Assistant coach in Finland and Switzerland. Team Latvia, Team Poland, probably the biggest one here, Team Canada. Head coach, now senior, you're going to love these two teams. Head oh, coach in the CHL of the yeah. Amarillo Gorillas, former uh, Stars player Jeff Marshall's team, where we signed them from. Yep. Head coach in the QMJHL with the Moncton Wildcats, formerly Nick Riopel. Yeah. And obviously numerous stints across Europe as head coach of Poland, in Slovakia, Romania, Italy, Austria, Germany, and now unfortunately <laughs> in Fife. <laughs> our guest is none other than the Fife Flyers head coach. Mr. Tom Coolen. Tom, welcome along to the show. <laughs> Hi, guys. That was uh, quite an introduction. Yeah. Listen, it's very nice resume until, unfortunately, it says Fife. But we won't <laughs> hold it against you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. We, okay. We never hold that against anybody, Tom. You're okay. Right. Right. But, uh, no problem. 
there, boys. That is that <laughs> is a very impressive resume you have, Coach. Well, I, I've been at it a long time, and uh, the one thing you didn't that you didn't mention, and uh, really, I, I was a university coach for a long time in Canada, and that's when I kind of really got my uh, earned my stripes, I'd say, with mm -hmm. uh, coming. Uh, you know, I started. I spent a couple of years in the NCAA, but uh, then I went to the head coach at Acadia University where uh, we've sent guys uh, all over the world. And we were uh, a really, uh, we build our program to a point where we are a real force in the country. And we are yeah. the best team in Canada for maybe four, year, four or five years. And mm -hmm. at Acadia, at, at, Katie University, and then I also coach University of New Brunswick, which is a, which is the best program in Canada now, um, and they they've won the national championship after national championship. They're an unbelievable uh, production line of quality players. Mm -hmm. So I've had the fortune to coach at you know two top level schools, yeah. and the one thing I find is that. Uh, over, you know, I've spent 15 years as a university coach, I think, and people underestimate the quality of the game there. But really, when you look at some of your top guys here, mm -hmm. they've all jumped right out of uh, university. For example, yeah. um, a guy like on our team, Troy Lajanez, was a is a you know is a pretty solid player in our league, and he's right up right out of the university of Prince Edward Island and uh, Kyle Osterberg was right out of the university of Minnesota. And then he came right over here and played for a few, you know, he's played there here since, but the quality yeah. of the game is, is quite high yeah. uh, outside yeah. of the uh, actual professional leagues, like the American hockey league and the East coast league and the NHL itself. So yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. yeah I spent definitely. a lot of time. I spent a lot of time there. Yeah, you know? yeah, because Dundee have tried the same in previous seasons, uh, Tom. Where you know they went with, with some guys straight from university. Yeah, I think I think last season I think we probably overloaded too much with guys mm -hmm. coming out of university, and we yeah. didn't surround them with enough sort of you know experienced pros to, to oh, guide sure. these guys. Oh sure, oh sure, without a doubt, yeah. it's a fine uh, balance yeah. to have a, a good team and yeah. in a good league like this is a good league. And that balance to be competitive every night. I mean, you have to kind of, you have to hit it right. And that's, uh, you know, me in my first year here, I've yeah. learned a lot. Uh, and I take it all in and moving forward, if that's the plan, uh, then I think I can be more, like, our, you know, we got a lot of hockey to play yet. And things have gone pretty well, uh, but uh, the uh, it just uh, bodes well for me for the future because now that I've seen what I've what we're up against, I think I can build a better team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, you 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 kind of mentioned university hockey there, and we flyers and the stars. Um, and God, senior, you'll be able to. Maybe maybe remember this. However many years ago it was, we actually hosted um, the Concordia Stingers over here. Yeah. Oh, did you? Did 
Did you really? So, yeah. Yeah, so Concordia came over for oh, yeah. two games, um, and they okay. absolutely blew us out the water. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh. yeah. Because Con- Concordia, I think they've pre- been pretty good in the last few years, but over the mm-hmm. last 25 or 30, they were never, in my opinion, they were never a team that uh, was a dominant team. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, that's just – I'm not saying they weren't a good team, but yeah. they weren't a dominant team, and in their – league that they're in there was always the university quebec yeah at three rivers which has been a very very yeah. good program mm-hmm. uh uh in in quebec they had a lot of qual solid and mcgill university's been very good too a lot of good players yeah, but uh well. anyway they uh yeah but uh as you said concordia came in and played pretty well against dundee did yeah. they yeah. 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 I think they they now. yeah. They, oh, okay. Only six. I yeah. I think they were, was... they've been pretty good. And did they play Fife as well? Yeah. Say? Yeah. Uh-huh. They did. Yeah. I think okay. it was, I think it was in the days, Tom, where it wasn't the, the stars and flyers were not stacked with imports. I think we maybe only played about two or three oh, imports back. Hey, then. It was that time. And then the rest yeah. were all the British and the Scottish guys. Oh, but, okay. Now I, I can see yeah. where that might happen then, you know. Yeah. But right now, uh, the way the league, the EIHL is, mm-hmm. I can't see a Concordia coming in and dominate, yeah. totally dominating yeah. the way the game is now. I think that, you know, I, I think the league is pretty good. And, you know, we yeah. can talk about that later, I guess. Yeah. 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 So, well, look at, looking at your season so far, coach, um, obviously, how how have you settled in um, coming into Scotland? Obviously, you've we'll, we'll firstly touch off with your your winning surprises of the local delicacies. Um, so oh. you've had your iron brew. Um, I might be here all night. <laughs> yeah, you, you just you just got I saw on a, on the flyer socials at the weekend. You got your smoky. Which is oh yeah where I stay. I stay in our broth, and that's where they come from. Um, really? So, so yeah. Well, if, I can if you're tell lucky, you all about that. Okay, let's start. If you're lucky, that. I'll bring some. To, I'll bring someone Saturday if you're lucky. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, I hope I'm really lucky then, because I would love <laughs> to get another one of those. Let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. We started out with. Uh, very well. We've 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 started with uh, stove That was yeah. I think the first <laughs> night, and uh, so I took the stovey and I had never re- had it before. But I checked out the ingredients, and <laughs> I know how I like to eat dirt various things. And so <laughs> I uh, took the stoveys home, and I no one ever picked up on that even here. And what I did with the stovey, I got my frying pan out. And I cooked it some more. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I kind of grilled it a little more, uh, crispied it up a little bit. And then I ate the stovey. That's how I did it. And I thought yeah. it was very good. So I took yeah. a picture of it, sent it back to our media people. And no one ever, no, and even though I was told that it was sent out, no one really picked it up on my new and improved stovey. And uh, <laughs> I thought they I thought they might because maybe it's only improved in my mind, you know? Yeah. So I, but the stovey was very well, it was very tasty. And then uh, we've passed on a few other things like 
Iron Brew, I did not know at that time. And I've noticed it everywhere since. But yeah. Iron Brew, I wasn't aware of what it actually was. And, you know, I'd only been like two months into uh, uh, being in Scotland. And mm -hmm. anyway, so the Iron Brew was uh, something that I had and had a few sips, have some sips of it and everything. I was good. I enjoyed that. That was on my yeah. list as one of the nicer things. Then we had, you know, black, uh, a black block or something like that uh it was a kind of a no not blood pudding no. i although we have that back in uh back in uh yeah. atlantic canada yeah and you know in different places not a lot but my mm -hmm. father used to like the blood pudding when, right when he was uh you know he was old old timer and all that he would bring the blood pudding home and we would have that and i liked i got to like it you know, yeah. the, on the few occasions we had it. But uh, it's funny you mention it because back in Canada, there's a guy that I uh, have bought my cars from in the last, over the last five or six years. And it, he's from Scotland. He happens to be from Scotland and he's from up in Aberdeen way. And I said, just, I happened to drop in for whatever reason before I came. And I said to him, anything you want me to bring you back from Scotland. He said, you know what? I'd love if you brought me back some blood pudding. <laughs> and I said, yeah. uh, well, geez, I'll see what I can do. So that was one, you know, I know it's a big item over here, yeah. but anyway, yeah. I haven't had it yet here. Dang. And then, but then they had, I've had different things like the little cakes and they're okay. I have macaroons, not that big on, but my favorite, so far was absolutely the smoky the smoky yeah. okay, was yeah. the smoky was you know i love fish and uh they presented me with the smoky now that was after we just beat sheffield 2-1 in a great yeah. game and i was pretty excited about that but that took second place because that's <laughs> when they gave me that smoky that jump that jump right to the top of the list that smoky that smoky hit home i'll tell you so I yeah. really enjoyed the smoky. Okay. And I've eaten, and I ate it yesterday and I was uh extremely pleased with uh the smoky. Well, That's, you know what? The... I will uh because you've come on the show, Tom, um I will speak to my wife before we come to the game on Saturday. We'll we will try and get bring you up a couple. Okay. Um Oh boy. But I've just I've just day. I've just messaged my wife because unfortunately again for me, she is a fifer. Um, her oh. her little brother and her stepdad yeah. are Flyers fans. Um, Spencer Perfect. has one of the drums. Um, <laughs> but she says, "Is it a was it a black bun that you had?" That's what I was referring to. Yeah. So the black. Like I said I started to say black. The black bun was pretty good. I okay. I thought the black bun. It was Christmas time, and it was kind <laughs> of a the black bun's right up there, but the still. In my mind, smoky, smoky yeah, stovey, black bun are the one, two, three, <laughs> and then the iron brew can jump in there. Yeah, the, the, the macaroons, no big. I wasn't excited about that, and the other one was kind of a cake, a cake that they serve yeah, around yeah. at Christmas. I wasn't too excited about that either, although I had one today. <laughs> the biggest, and uh, the, you know, uh, the big, yeah. the biggest thing that I've taken out of this is yes. that Sheffield 
came into Fife last week. You beat them, but you preferred Smokies. <laughs> well, you know, let's put it this way. The fact I had that Smokey really excited me, obviously. And uh, as excited as I was about winning, beating uh, the uh, our team, beating Sheffield, it, the Stovey uh, really, uh, pardon the Smokey, yeah. because I it was so totally unexpected and something that for me hit right on the head because I really, you know, I, I love seafood and yeah, I really, I enjoy smoke. I like smoked fish a lot, the right type of smoked fish. And yeah. that, uh, that smoky is a smoked yeah. halibut, isn't it? Or herring. What is it? Smoke what? Or not herring. Smoked is it haddock. Smoked haddock. Pardon me. That's it. It's smoked. Yeah. It's yeah. smoked haddock. Oh yeah, yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. Well, I yeah. like smoked mackerel yeah. too. I eat. I eat. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I buy smoked mackerel all the time. But smoked yeah. haddock, well, I've never had it. We'll hook you great. up. We'll hook you up great. again this weekend. It was great. It was great. Thank um, you very much. Okay. So, uh, so, so, yeah. So, looking into hockey, um, you know, how how have you settled in? You know, obviously you've coming in, brand new team for yourself, having to get these guys together. Yeah, you know, how do you think the seasons went so far? Because it's been it's been a bit kind of up and down for yourselves. You know, you started off well, with the challenge cup. I find there there are some reasons it's been like that, and I'll get into yeah. that. But I just find coming in first of all, I when I started the the job, it was almost uh, the first of June, and I had not you know I had an idea about the level of, of the league, and I mm -hmm. know a lot of names and so on and yeah. the team i had coached a few years prior cato visa uh had played in the continental cup in belfast and i had an idea you know what belfast had and so on um and but anyway i was rather under the gun time wise to put a team together mm -hmm. so you know i i, I did uh, what i thought i should do and you know it really it, it uh i would say it had had gone pretty well uh with the you know the team we put together and uh we're on the right road we've you know we've competed every night against teams but then you know we ran into some things that i've never seen in another league in a, in any other league that have affected in my mind affected our my team's performance and i'll start with that if you don't mind like no. just telling like we were rolling along pretty good then all of a sudden just uh in uh the middle of november or or might have been the second week in november all of a sudden the reality uh maybe it's not even a reality it's just happened for some reason we went on the road. We played three games in five five nights, maybe six at the at a stretch. But I think yeah. we played three games in five nights, all on the road, all at least, uh, God, all at least close to twenty hours on the bus. All three of them, yeah, and. You know, we were on the bus between 50 and 60 hours, down, back, down, back, down, back. Well, I don't know 
I think it took my guys three weeks to recover from that. Like that's how mm-hmm. I looked at it. We we uh, it was just out of yeah. the ordinary. I've never yeah. been in a league where something like that ever happened. And then that's my biggest that's my biggest complaint. Yeah. And I don't want to start complaining here yet. I'll get to that. <laughs> but, but but as far as as far as what you know I like and what I didn't like. So that was really tough. But then yeah. to uh surpass even that uh scenario which I felt was ridiculous. Um, it just takes so much out of it. The hockey's a tough game. Hockey's mm-hmm. a physical game. And I just, for, just for uh, interest's sake, I looked up, I just threw it out there on the Google. What's the most physic? what's the most challenging, physically challenging team sport or sport? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff came back to me. Well, the first one was boxing. Okay, boxing is a pretty god darn tough game. Yeah, and uh, you guys, I think uh, you know, I've I've known boxers in my life down in my where I grew up. There were lots of boxers, and I know how tough it is. Or at least I've from the outside, I've looked at it. Mm-hmm. A guy get a guy bought, goes in a boxing match. He won't fight for another six months in a lot of situations. Yes, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, the next one on the list written was hockey, ice hockey, ice hockey. And we're playing three times a week. Like, you know, we're yeah. in that little period. I, re- I referred to. Yeah. We were going down back to Guilford, down back to Cardiff, down back to whatever else is down, Newcastle, yeah. whatever. Yeah. We're coming back up and uh, it's just so hard. Like it's yeah. tough, tough. Yeah. Like yeah. I look at uh, uh, Dundee went and played Guilford, or not Guilford. They went and played in Cardiff on I think Saturday, and then drove all yep. the way up back home and played on Sunday. Like my whole thing is, we don't need to do that. Why do we need to do that in this league? Yeah. Like no other league in the world does that that I've seen. Correct mm-hmm. me, and I've coached in so yeah. many leagues. Yeah, and top leagues, top leagues. I've taught. I think I've coached in every great league in the world, except the KHL. I never coached in the KHL, and mm-hmm. and and uh, none of the leagues do that, where you have to on a bus yeah. travel and go yeah. down one thing and then drive all night and yeah. get back at six in the morning and play at three at four in the afternoon. Yeah, like it's crazy. Wow crazy yeah. and then they have a department of player safety whatever they call it department of <laughs> player safety what do they call dops. that department is it dops yeah, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Dops. department yeah. of player safety well what are they watching do they not see this that yeah the chance of injury greatly greatly increases yeah. when players are fatigued is that how how safe is that yeah and I think and the Tom, department we've... of player safety should should uh well i might get in trouble yeah i better hold on <laughs> tom, tom we've we've said it for years um yep. about the the travel and that you know uh, i think actually we spoke about it the other week senior um the stars one year had was it three again three games in five days yeah. around about yeah. the christmas period 
um, of going down to Cardiff, back up to then play, I think it was Clan, to then yep. go down to Belfast two days later to come back, and then we played right. again three days later after oh, that. Yeah. Like, and it was do they not crazy? See that like what is what is driving them? Is it money? Like, well, actually, that's what I think it is. It'll and be attendances. It, yeah, but you tell me. Yeah. Really, if the league, okay, let's just say we went to a Friday, Sunday, or a Thursday, Saturday. How mm-hmm. would it like totally kill the attendance, yeah. or would we d- educate our fans and yeah. that our game is good, and yeah. that let's build it up or let's market it, or how about we take a back to back? Bring Cardiff in for two games. Let's, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. Is it going to totally kill the attendance that Cardiff came up on a Friday, Saturday, played on Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, Saturday? And the next weekend, we ended up going to Belfast for two games. Like, yeah. is that yeah. really financially de- so depleting that they can't do yeah. that? Tom, yeah. like, see, yeah. see in previous and previous seasons, Right, and I, I don't think it's ever happened with with Dundee or Fife that the two Scottish teams and probably Glasgow as well, if you include them latterly, they've never really had to trap. They've never had like what you would classify as a double header away or a triple header away, like what you're saying. You know, Nottingham in previous years, Sheffield in previous years have came up here. They've played in Glasgow on the Friday. They've played in Fife on the Saturday. And they've yep. played in Dundee on the Sunday. Yep. I could live yeah. with that. Like yeah, that. Yeah. But that <laughs> I think the players would love it. Or at least yeah. live with it. And is that that bad? Like, you know, is it's just... Sorry, I'm caught up with this. <laughs> but is, is, that, is that so bad that... Uh-huh. And I just think... Yeah. They should... Don't pretend that we have a department of player safety if they allow this crap, because we have a good league, like the quality of the league and the players, 15 imports. When they play in this league, that's it's on a level of any of those leagues. I've coached, you know, I'm talking the German league, the the Mm -hmm. DEL, the Swiss league, the Finnish league, our teams in my opinion, can compete, could compete against those teams, but not yeah. with this. It's like we're a professional yeah. league with an amateur schedule. Like yeah. the, the schedule, it's not like it used to be when it was. It, I mean, these games are more physical. Uh, there may not be the fighting in it that what there once was, but you yeah. can't play three games in four days, you know, I can see us coming on a weekend and playing three games, bang, bang, bang. But then yeah. you got five days to recover. There's no recovery yeah. time. And I've studied yeah. exercise physiology and I understand that stuff. And I, yeah. you know, and I've seen it uh, even in the NHL, when I coached in the NHL, there's, you might be playing, you might play two games, but you're flying from one place mm-hmm. to another. Yeah. And in a couple hours, three hours or something like that. There's no 15 hour down and back bus trips. And I just think yeah. that 
that's the one thing that bothers me about the league. I think the league quality, I love going into Glasgow and the different, I'm just thinking that the big teams like Glasgow and Sheffield and uh, the present and Bel- the presentation and the crowds yeah. are, are really top notch, but yeah. uh, we, they need to run the league like it's top notch in order to get the total, I'll say total respect from the rest of the hockey world. That's yeah. how I would put it because they run yeah. it in an, in an amateur way. And it's a professional league. You don't see that like the Swiss leagues, a quality league. You don't see them play any, any uh, three games in, and the country's small. They can play the odd back-to-back game, but then they don't play for another five days, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Like it's not, and I haven't even talked about, I only talked about when, I, you know, I'm ranting a bit, but I talked to you about early November, though, three games in five days. Uh-huh. Well, how about the 14, hold it now, 14 games in 28 days that we had in December. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. Let me say that again. 14, and I don't think Dundee was in, uh, we had a couple of those um, Challenge Cup games in there. But uh, we played 14 games in 28, 29 days. Yeah. Figure yeah. that one, guys. Yeah. That's because that's unheard of. Unheard yeah. of. Because and we uh, lost uh, our goalie. Coach, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that you lost you lost Shane during that period as well. But yes, we did. as a coach, it doesn't allow you to work with your players because no. you've got a game, oh, they've yeah. got one or two rest days, yeah. they might get a skate, and then it's bang, we're into another game again. Oh yeah. One, there's no practice at all. Yeah. And the preparation, but the all in all, it's the lack of recovery. Mm-hmm. So you're playing, and the you know who gets cheated? The players get cheated. They the yeah. players get cheated, and or pardon me, the fans because the players aren't rested properly. Yeah. So they're yeah. just fatigued and they're out there, and I, I think that's unfair. Another yeah. thing, and I just don't know where it's coming from. They say. Yeah. Oh, we've always done it this way. Well, it's time yeah. to always maybe do something different and the yeah, right, totally do the right, right thing. Do the right thing. Yeah. So that yeah. really bothers me. And when I talk about my season, and I do have to go to the bathroom here in a minute, but when I talk about <laughs> my, when I talk about the season, guys, it's just we went through. I found that that month of December practically killed us, and. Mm-hmm. That trip, those three three games in five nights with 50-hour-plus on the bus, that yep. really took a lot out of our, our, yeah. our people. Uh, it's like, But other than that, when we're healthy and rested, yeah. you know, it's like Dundee. We compete with everybody. So, Coach, as you were saying, obviously, um, your season so far, um, probably one of your biggest highlights, you know, you've had some – good very good comeback wins on the road down in Coventry for example but we touched on it a little bit earlier probably the biggest win so far for you guys was on Saturday night at home against the Steelers as myself and senior keep saying every week I think they are an absolute shoo-in to win the league they're probably the best team by far um I just how was that for you at the weekend obviously you, you won the first game very good competitive game on Sunday as well, um, but losing 
six four. Um, well, what was well, your reaction to the weekend? Well, I'll I'll throw a question back at you guys. What is the team that wins the champ? What who do you consider to be the team team to win the championship? The team that finishes in first place, or the team that wins the playoff round? Me personally, I think it's the playoffs. Good. I think it's the playoffs. Yeah. How about you, Junior? We're always a we're always a playoff. Yeah. People. Well, I agree a hundred percent. And I think personally that it. And then once you hit the playoffs, I know it's a home and home. I was just yeah. learned. I learned that today. And then the for the final four weekend, that. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah, you got a, you know, it's, semi, it's a, you get a semi-final, death, right? Yeah. You got a semi-final on the Saturday, yeah. Semi, and then if you win, yeah, if you win final. that, you're in the final on the Sunday, right? So if that's what we're saying is the champ, if that's the real champion in my hockey life, that that is the champion. Yeah, not where yeah. you finish yeah. regular regular season, it's how you finish in the playoff, and it's a one-game shot. So that being the case, I'm not saying Sheffield's a shoe in by any stretch. Like on one game, you could, you've got, you know, right now, you've got uh, Belfast, you've got Guilford, you've got um, Cardiff. Those are maybe the top four. But, uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say, hey, it could be Dundee. Like, yeah. uh, you know. It could be Fife. Yeah. Who knows? You get yeah. down there, and uh, I think it's really wide open still. Yeah, yeah. Sheffield yeah. have put together a heck of a team, and they're kind of they've been on a roll, but they're obviously they're beatable. They're beatable. You know. Yeah, we, totally agree. You know, everybody's kid. So to, for, I'm not. Gonna, I can't pick a team that's going to win a win. If I I like that question though. Yeah. Who's going to win it? Who's the best? Who's going to win the championship? Wide open, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. because it comes down to you have to earn that right to get to that playoff weekend, you know, that final four. And yeah. then once you get to that final four, one game showdown. I've been yeah. in a That's few it. of those in my life and uh, yeah. anything can happen, you know, and, and, anything. And previous years, Dundee and Fife have came very close, you know, yes. Fife, Fife reached the final four, I think. Was it, I think it was a very narrow defeat Twice. against yeah. Belfast, mm-hmm. I think it might have been. Right, um, right. Well, I know Fife got to the uh, yeah. uh, Challenge Cup final last year. So yeah. there's a good yeah. example of what can happen, yeah. you know. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, But I'd say she's wide open. That's how I look at it. I'm not, I wouldn't, would not concede anything. Wouldn't concede yeah. the playoff spots. I wouldn't concede the, the, the championship. Yeah. But in my mind... That's another thing. The league, I know it's a different environment, but most, almost every league in the world goes into a playoff format. And if I could get back, I would, I don't mean to shun tradition, but I would get rid of the Challenge Cup. I would extend, maybe I, I might, I might play that Challenge Cup as a, not really too worried about it thing in September. Yes. What? Pre-season. 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 100%. Yeah. We've said it for years. Well, no, why doesn't no, anyone no, want to no. listen? 
No nah. fans like it. No fans no. like the challenge. Well, culture. the fans don't like it. The co- players don't like it. The coaches yeah. don't like it. I was looking at the the, the scores, you know, uh, online the other day, and I'm saying, oh, gee, Glasgow are playing Guildford, I think. Yeah. And somebody said, yeah, that's a that's a Challenge Cup game. Yeah. And I'm saying, what the heck are they doing? Yeah. Like everybody's focused on battling every night, and now they're just playing that Challenge. Like it makes yeah, no right. sense to me. I know. Like, yeah. You know the other. 999 countries can't be all wrong, can they? No, I mean, the, one so. country, the, <laughs> the UK does it this way, but the rest of the world hockey world can't uh-huh. be all wrong. Yeah, look at the NHL. The NHL, yeah. they play two months of playoffs anyway. You know, I yeah, mean, it's I an event, it's an event, yeah. and the fans uh-huh. come out and they love it. Just think yep. if it ever got to be Dundee and Fife playing in against each other, Dundee and Glasgow playing against each other in the semifinals, the best four out of seven or three out of five. Imagine yeah, yeah. they wouldn't have an arena big enough to hold everyone. No. You yeah. know? And, and we great. did it, we did it at, we did it at one point. Um uh-huh. in the old in the old British National League. Um okay. the semifinals were yeah. a best of three. And yeah. the final ended up being a best of five. That's good. Yeah. And they did it for oh, one cold. year. They did it one year. And then that league dissolved because the team started making the step up to the elite league. Dundee yeah. and Fife dropped down to the local Scottish league. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they never, ever, well, they never ever did it again. Well, I just think it's, and it, you know, it's kind of, I'm an outsider looking in. And these are yeah. the things that jump at me. That I see that yeah. there's a lot of room for growth, yeah. a lot of room to, for various reasons, um, but mostly to bring it up with everybody, all the other quality leagues. And I just think the product on the ice is at a high enough level that why don't we uh, surround ourselves yeah. with administrative decisions that are at the same level? Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. what I see. And I'm just yeah. being honest. You're not, and, and you're not the only one, coach. You're not the yeah. only one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really um, how those are my feelings. But as yeah. far as you know, this year goes, that December was tough on us. And when we played, I think, most games in the league for whatever reason. And then we lost our goalie in midstream. And we because of the uh, uh the process to get another goalie in, that took felt like uh, a year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we were finally able to make that change, and you know our guy Andy Little did a val- made a valiant effort and did yep. the best his best, and he won a big game for us against uh, yep. Glasgow. But yep. that game, uh, everybody against Dundee, our last time in there was just a very yeah. forgettable yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think you know what you know what, Coach. Um, very, very rarely will you hear a Dundee fan say this, um, but I think a lot of Dundee fans felt for Fife that night. Um, yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of injuries. Um, there was yeah. a guy who's been, and and it's no discredit to him, but the title of the backup goalie. Um, yeah. It's a guy who's a backup goalie who doesn't he doesn't get a lot of ice time because of how good Shane Owen is, um, yeah. and a lot of fans did feel. For Fife that night because it was just I, know, uh, I, I well, think everyone knew it was yeah, certainly it was, felt, I it certainly felt for, for young Andy. 
He yeah. he was oh yeah. He was up and, against it. Oh yeah. And then uh I think then it was the next night or the I think we played Glasgow and he played yep. really well and we won that game. I think that yeah. was how it went. You know, kind of yeah. so many games you forget, but bottom line is we ended up on a we ended up at a with a positive note and Andy certainly did a great job for us on that yeah. last night. Yeah. But that one in Fife was over a very forgettable game and certainly not the team that we are. And so, yeah. you know, and looking ahead now, uh, you know, everybody's battling. I, I got to really take my hat off to Dundee because they've played really well. You know, they didn't start out very well. And they, and, but boy, they've really, uh, their guys have done a great job over there. Yeah. yeah. So we know yeah. we're, from our end, we have a big challenge uh, ahead of us with our team. Yeah. So coming yeah, in there at on it, Saturday. Yeah, what? looking at it Saturday night. Um, obviously, you guys are in town in Dundee. Yeah. Um, just a little stat for you. Um, so obviously, we've played each other twice in the Challenge Cup this year, and Fife obviously won both games. And yeah. then we've played three times in the league so far. And Dundee have won all three games, so yes. it's uh, it's going to be a tough, tough affair. Um, it usually is Dundee Fife. It's always a close game. You know, we do kind of forget the ten-one game. That was it's one of those ones where it's a one-off. That's, a, that's um, a one-off. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we've obviously oh got, yeah, we've obviously got our old friend Johan. Coming back to the rink yes. on Saturday, yeah. um, we hate to see him in those colours because he always does so well against us. Yeah, he plays well. <laughs> he finds a way he to does. put it in. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah, he'll be yeah. there, and uh, uh, everybody else will be there too. So yeah. he was, we, he was uh, one of the guys. He was one of the guys that came in mid-season, I think, for us last year, coach. Um, yeah, and. I was actually surprised that he was not back this season. Uh-huh. Um, right. I really do like Johan Eriksson. I think he's a yeah. very he's well, a very clever player. Um he's clever he, is a good way yeah. to describe him. Yeah. Because he, he can you know make what? those little passes, he can finish. Uh he's he, deadly in the shootout. Yeah. He was deadly when we played uh uh who was it? Uh um Belfast. In no, not Belfast in the Glasgow in the shootout. Yeah, he was deadly that night. Scored yeah, two yeah. goals, basically won the game for us with his yeah. overtime. Johan, if, if, you, yeah. if you give Johan an inch, yeah, he will score. He he will. That's yeah. his thing. He is deadly. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. High, so, high slow, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's all good, guys. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, we'll uh. See you there on Sunday or Saturday yeah. night. Saturday. And uh, yeah. we're looking forward to it. And uh, I find our schedule now is much better. We don't play any midweek games. It, we can recover. And I wish everybody in the league could do that. So yeah, it'd be yeah. more of an honest uh, presentation of our play, of our, of the player's skills and energy level and be a lot better for the fans. So I think yeah. that's where we're, Maybe hidden like that in the second half, but boy, there's some nights that I wanted to forget about just yeah. from the schedule in the first yeah. half. And I hope that changes moving forward. I really yeah, hope yeah. it does. 
because I'm not going to yeah. keep quiet about it. You know, yeah. people want to ask me about it. I want to, I have to be honest with myself. They've got a yeah. lot of things that this yeah. league can do. I think as far as for the, pl- for the players do differently, yeah. you know, yeah, anyway, that's right. Okay. Senior and junior, you guys have Coach. a nice night. And, and uh, you. Thank you so much. Yeah. For Absolute time. pleasure. Okay. And you guys and have a great night. We will see you Saturday. We will see you Saturday with yes, Smokies. You will. With Smokies. Absolutely. Hey, you better come up with that Smokey. I'll be looking for it. We will. Yeah. Hey, I sit, I, sit right by, I sit right behind you with the drum, so you won't miss us. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Junior, I'll be looking for you for sure. All right. Perfect. Thanks again, Take Coach. Take care, guys. Thanks very much. See you. Cheers, man. Okay. Bye-bye. So that was a Fife Flyers head coach, uh, Tom Cullen. Um What a, what a, what a storyteller. What a oh, storyteller. I could, honestly, I could, uh, <laughs> he's one of these guys, right? I, I could sit and listen to experienced coaches like that, right, that have started all the way back at uni and then worked his way through. He's got to the show and then he's now came into Europe and he's continuing. I've, yeah. Again, what, see, see if you had, I could listen to this guy all night. Honestly, he's yeah. just got one and... You know what, Junior? Fans, when when fans listen to him, right? Of and he's been on other podcasts, right? But yeah. when people listen to him on podcasts and people listen to his after match or post match interviews, he talks yeah. so eloquently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. Um, we'll now start the show. Now we'll start the show. <laughs> um. So first, first thing I do have is a is a massive shout out. Um, Senior looks like he's frozen. I hope he's still here. Um, so Senior is back. Um, just there, he did freeze a little bit and got yeah, kicked out. Come on, I got that. kicked out for some. I think maybe Coach Coolidge took on the Wi-Fi or something. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be that Council <laughs> Wi-Fi for five. That's what it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So yeah, sorry, I was saying um, a big shout out to start this part um, goes to none other than the voice of the Dundee Stars in Mister Andy McCartney, um, and I'm calling him Andy because. People always say Andrew. It's no Andrew. Yeah. You'll never be known as Andrew McCartney. It's Andy yeah. Mark. Andy us. Yeah, Andy, Andy Mark. Mark. So, listen, a massive shout out um, to Andy Mark for his uh, tribute to this week's titled show, um, the, the big pap himself from Section C, yeah. Mike Donnelly. Um, Andy did an absolute tremendous job. You heard his voice going a couple of times, which made us go even worse because we were already yeah. bawling our eyes out. Um, Andy, honestly, um, from the whole of Section C, and I could probably speak for the whole fan base, um, yeah. that it was absolutely an amazing tribute. Um, I spoke to Rachel today as well, and she had also said that, that it was so warm and loving, the tribute, that they were all grateful for it. So, again, hats hats off to you, Andy yeah. Mack. Um, absolutely tremendous. It's a few you've done now this season, and I hope that's the last one for you. Because uh, um, uh, I know how tough it's been all season. Um, uh, but, yeah. 2024 um, could just get the fuck right now, I'll tell oh, you. But, yeah, um, again, 
massive shout out to Andy Mack yeah. for a, a tremendous job on on Sunday night um, in that tribute. Um, and oh, also, I've got on your go, you go. Yeah, I might. You might be able to say, is it, it? I was going to say, and a massive shout out to Stars TV as well. Um, yeah. on the yeah. highlights package, um, they left yeah. that tribute in there, and they even done... put in the full minutes applause um, uh, during the game that we did, um, as well as even letting us have the wee rendition of "Do You Know Where Hell Is," which was yeah. probably the loudest that I've ever heard it in the oh, in the ring. Even that, playing that was fight, really good. That was really good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, I done I done the worst thing. I seen I was at obviously Mon Early's this week, um, and I done the worst thing, and I watched it in work. I watched it today at my desk. <laughs> I should I never know. have watched it in my work because it just no. got us going again. Shannon uh, went but, there and had to stop. Yeah, uh, uh, but my shout out is to Billy McGuinness because. Yes. The banner that Billy organised, however he done it, in such short notice, uh, in memory of Mike, was was fantastic, and it was good to see the banner there. Yeah. Uh, and I'm hoping that Billy brings it every game, and it sits yeah. here all the time. Uh, certainly for this season, anyway. Yeah. Uh, even when, even when we were the, do you know where hell is? Ingles is sitting on the bench. He's got the stick going. So. Yeah. The minutes applause at the forty-third minute from everybody. Uh, it, yeah. it just goes to show how how much or oh, a top guy Mike was, and how much he was yeah. loved by everybody at the ice rink. Uh, yeah, you'll be sadly missed. Sadly yeah. missed. Definitely. Um, we did have a a pap counter um, on yeah. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday listen, night. Junior, listen, you bet. You maybe need to explain <laughs> what we're speaking about here, right? Because so, people will be like, "Wait a minute, what's going on with this?" Yeah, so so Mike's so, fake insult was calling somebody a pap. A pap. A pap. Um, yes. A tip, basically. So yes. on Sunday night, um, that was the first shout that somebody was a pap. Um, and then someone else shouted it. And someone else shouted it. And I said to said to, to John, who was there, that, listen, we're going to need a, an independent adjudicator doing the counting here to see how many times it shouted in the game. I think Margaret McFergo used her quota in the space of a minute. I think she shouted about 25 times in a minute. Um, but the other thing was, it was also great to see so many long, long time missed faces for the right. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of people there that hadn't been for a while um, that turned up again just for Mike. Um, yeah, and that's all it was for. Um, yeah. But yeah, listen again. Like you said, you'll be sadly missed. Um, but hats off to everyone. Um, even Stroon Davy getting the picture of the banner and stuff with the crowd yeah. in it. Um, yeah. Absolutely tremendous. Uh, and um, the club again. We spoke about Andy, the Star TV, and what the club. You yeah. know, meeting meeting with Rachel and the kids yeah. before the game and everything. Uh, yeah. Tremendous. Well done yeah. for, to everybody for what they've done for Micah. Yeah. Um, there is a call out this week, and the call out senior is oh oh you. So, as we do before we get a guest on the show, everyone, I do a notes and I start the notes <laughs> and I put, <laughs> and, I put shite. and I put questions in and I put like what we're going to talk about and stuff. 
And I share it with Senior. We share it through our notes on, on our iPhones. Um, and I went into it just before I came on the show. And I went into it and I see that Senior's edited it. And I was like, what's he put in? He's put his good, the bad and the ugly. Fine, I scroll down. And there is this week's Who Am I? Now, to be completely honest, I'm raging I told him because I would have got four points because I would have got it on the second <laughs> guess because he's the only Boston College player I ever knew for the start. However, I was the good son and I told him that I seen it. So when we come to junior versus senior this week, senior's back in the hot seat. We're doing two weeks of him. But senior, because you're a fucking dafty, you just made the list. You just made the list. So, right, listen, no, I'll tell you though. Right, <laughs> I'm glad I did fuck up because if you're telling me you were going to get it so early, like I'm thinking, nah, he's not going to get it. And I'm thinking, the second, well, you, you obviously seen the clues. I'm thinking when it hits the sort of this, when he played for the stars, and I think I had a bit, and I, I can't mind if I'd, if I'd left it, and I know, wore number six. Where he was, he wore number six, but he was. He was the guy that was always left out yeah. when we were carrying an import. And we yeah. always thought that was bullshit. Yeah, he was Because he was, he was a D-man. He was a fantastic D-man. But I'll tell you, he could play forward as well. Yeah. Um, but what freaked me out was when I looked at the elite prospects, right? And this will give it away to everybody, where he's got three nephews all playing in the NHL. Yeah. None other than... Quinn Hughes, Jack Hughes, and the other Hughes. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh my god! I knew you were going to say that. So I know two Everyone... are with the new, two are with the new Jersey Devils, and I know that Quinn's with the Vancouver Canucks. The player this week was Marty Hughes, but I absolutely blew my mind who his nephews were, because I did not know that. Everyone forgets about Luke. That's what it is. Luke Hughes. Yeah. yeah. So, right, moving on. Let's get cracking on with the rest of the show. So it is the 51 Club sponsored game review. So we were away to the Cardiff Devils on Saturday night. It was a little bit of a slow start for the Stars. Um, Josh Batch at 414. Joey Martin at 11.53 on the power play and Justin Crandall at 13.01 um, gave Devils a 3-0 lead. Anthony Rinaldi, assisted by Phelan and Elmer at 19.40, brought it back to 3-1 end of the first. James Phelan, the man himself, assisted by Mackay and Britton, 10 seconds into the second period, made it 3-2. Tyler Bush at 31.41. Jamie Arniel at 32.52. Carter Johnson then pulled one back for the Stars, assisted by Bowden and Dow at 33.06. Made it 5-3. End of the second. Bode Wild. Is it Wild? Wild? Bode Wild. Is it Wild? Is that how he's pronouncing it? Bode yeah. Wild at 52.36. or Bodie. Yeah. Um Carter Johnson got his second assisted by Elmer and Bowen at 54-42. And then Justin Crandall with an empty net goal 
at 58-44, giving the Devils a 7-4 victory. Um, I don't think the defences and the goalies really played much that game. Um, no, it doesn't look like it, eh? Um, yeah. I can't mean. Well, we never predicted, do we? But um, I no. just... It was... I think the scoreline flattered it. Yeah. To be honest with you. Uh, the, maybe over the, the course of the game, they probably deserved to win. This is Cardiff. But... No, no better score a seven or four. Uh, no, no. I think um, the game will the game will always be there'll be for me. There's two talking points. One is Josh Josh Bratton's hatred big, of the Cardiff Devils kicks in again. Joshua, he fucking hates the Cardiff Devils. Does big Josh? Does he? Some there's something there, eh? Absolutely Definitely. something there. He that's is fucking itching every, every time we play them. He is itching to knock somebody's fucking head off. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, the Sean Allen hit, which then led to a suspension. Uh, that That's a talking point. I just wish, and I, I spoke about it uh, when we spoke at the weekend there, uh, mm-hmm. when Britain fought with uh, Riley Brandt, right? I think Josh went after him because I think Brandt went into, I think it was Johnny Ming on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh and Sean Allen standing there. And that was the yeah. disappointing thing for me. I think Sean had the opportunity to go and lay yeah. a marker down there at that point. Josh done it, which is which is fair enough. You know, I'll, I'll yeah. never it's a young it's a young Brit laddie that's been planted into the boards by somebody who does run about charging and boarding and yeah. just being a just being a wee dick, being honest with you. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad that Josh went, but for me, he skated past Sean. Sean allowed him to skate past, and then it was Josh that went for him. Yeah. I, I yeah. would have preferred if Sean done it and really gave him a fucking hammer for it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but again, is it is it the whole, you know, you, you, you've got, uh, I can't remember when I was watching it. I think it, I think it was uh, Bissonette was speaking about it recently, about heavyweights and fighting. You know, if, right. if you're not a heavyweight, if you are a heavyweight, you don't go with someone who's not a heavyweight. And let's be honest, really, Brandt's probably not a heavyweight fighter. You know, he's not a big boy. No, he's quite short and stumpy. He's a dick. Um, I know, but is is it is it is that the code? You know, Josh Britton's went from Josh isn't really a fighter. He's a bigger guy. He's not really a fighter. He, he can mm-hmm. handle himself by all means. Yeah. But could it have been a code? The code? I I, I don't know. I don't um, know. I, I would have liked to have seen Alan Kinky said though. Uh, the, the only <laughs> thing. Uh, sorry. Uh, the the only thing that I thought about that why Sean maybe didn't do it, right, is so when when Josh went for him, right, if you look at it, I'm surprised that Josh didn't get the 2 plus 10 for instigating. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. Now, I'm just wondering, see if Sean goes for him, Sean's get getting it. that 2 plus yeah. 10. Guaranteed. Yeah. Absolutely guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, did, you even, so, did you even see the refs clapping after it? No. After the fight, the referee skated away, giving it like that to them. <laughs> Give a wee clap. <laughs> okay, I wasn't really. I wasn't really. A, a, there was a grappling. There was a few punches thrown. He got a few good punches in. Brandt got fucking in. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I think as I say, I think the scoreline flattered Cardiff. Um, I think you know that three nothing quick start for them. Um, yeah. Killed the game. I think for us. Yeah. Um, trying to play catch but, up. As Mark always says, he will not use travel as an excuse. It just it just 
doesn't it doesn't go on the radar with stars this yeah. year about about travel. And I know that Coach Coolen has, has has obviously got concerns about the travel schedule for Fife. Um, I don't know if ours is any better, any worse, similar. Mm-hmm. But I think one one good thing that that Mark Lefebvre says is, yeah, we're not listening to. It. Yeah, we're not listening. To it. We're just yeah. um, whatever we've got to do, we just go and do it. We've got a job to yeah. do, and it's as simple. So obviously, that. we did travel back up the road that night, um, and I think Mark actually said that in his post game on Sunday was they got back at seven seven in the morning. I think from from Cardiff um, yeah. to then go and play the Nottingham Panthers on Sunday night. Um, Ryan Valentini got us ahead um, for the end of the first period, assisted by Doubt and Harms on the power play at 16.25. Spencer Nass with his first of the evening, assisted by Ingalls and Valentini, 25.59. Northern Panthers pulling back through Didrik Henbrandt at 28.40. Spencer Nass uh, regained that two-goal lead, assisted by Valentini and Harms at 37.50. End of the second period. Then up he steps. Johnny McBean at 52-27, assisted by Tommy Paratino and Craig Garrigan. And then the final goal from Anthony Ronaldi, assisted by Moore. And I didn't see this at the time. Johnny McBean with the assist on that one as well, giving the yeah. star 5-1, well-deserved 5-1 victory. Yeah. It was not announced as Johnny getting an assist. Uh, an assist. It was just, uh, I think it was Ronaldo from from Mursey, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I didn't see it. Thoroughly deserved. Um, you know what? It, it's it's difficult to be critical. I personally, I think it's difficult to be critical of the Nottingham Panthers. They these guys have have went through a lot, right? Yeah. And the fact that they're turning up every week. Uh, and unfortunately for them, they're they're losing nearly every game now. Uh, it is a struggle for them. However, the alternative could have been they could have just said, "Yep, that's it. We're not playing the rest of the season now." Yeah, and yeah. And, and it fucks up the whole league, you know. Yeah. Uh, they were they were they were always even at two nothing. They were still they were still hanging about, and then they got the two one. And I think once we got three one up, then I think that was them. I think. I think they've just been off the ice too long, and and teams are ahead of them now, by by a good few weeks now. Um, they might still come good. You heard mm-hmm. what Coach Coolen said. It's about the playoffs. Not them qualify for the play- playoffs. You just don't know. They might suddenly just turn up. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. was. It's unfortunate, but you know what? You can only you can only play what's in front of you. And Definitely. we were very professional in, in what we'd done. And and I thought it was a, 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 a good performance. It was a good performance. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um listen to say it's uh, they they are they are they are obviously a hurting team. Um but again, I, I you just, I just don't see anything really coming from that team at no. all. Um I would I wouldn't think so, Junior. I think no. I think if it, if it does happen, um, it could be later on in the season. But by that time, maybe other teams have pulled away from them. They might be they might be the sort of the seedings for for the playoffs by that time. Mm-hmm. But 
you know what? The every one of them just kept going, eh? And yeah. it was just they just looked they looked a tired team. Yeah. When it, yeah, when they it do. Got to the end of the game. Yeah. Um so but I thought I'll tell you the line of Paratino, Garrigan and McBean, I thought played very well. Yeah. Yeah, um, obviously no Sean Allen due to suspension. Uh, that yeah. the first of these two games, um, which obviously resulted in Paratino back in the the lineup um, after missing Saturday night's game, uh, being a healthy scratch. Spencer Nass obviously got man of the match. Um, senior, who was your man of the match? Uh it's Junior. It's, it's a difficult one for me because I thought I thought there was a lot of good. A lot of good performances. Uh-huh. Um, I thought I thought Nas played well. I thought that line, that yeah. the one line that we've got, played well. Um, we scored some good goals, but you know what? Since he got an assist on that fifth goal as well, so he now got he had one plus one. I'm going to go for Johnny McBean. Yep. Um, to be honest, I was I was I was torn between two. Um, one of them being Brendan Harms. I thought Harms was was outstanding. Um, again, not massive point production necessarily in the game, but the the, the stuff he does in that uh, around the boards, around the goal, he's a wee shite. He gets he stuck in, um, and then when he was a wee what? dick, he was, and when we and when he was a wee, he was a wee dick on Sunday. Valentini then got involved to be a wee bit of a dick, which oh I absolutely God, love to see. Love that. Um, um, so but I am gets... with you. And McBean. McBean for me. Yeah. Never. You're right. Valentini picks up his first penalty against Cardiff for the whole season. <laughs> and then nearly starts a stramash. Yeah. 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 Now, I'll tell so, you, uh... we, we, Junior, how many times did we hear this saying last season, but it's now really coming into play this season? Team toughness. Yeah. That's team toughness. Yeah. Um, so that does result in the league table looking like this now. Um, stars are down to sixth uh, on 33 points through 31 games. Um, so 15 wins so far this season. Nottingham Panthers still bottom of the league, 22 points through 26 games. Uh, Coach Coolins, five flyers on 25 points through 32. Manchester and Glasgow level on points, 28 points. Uh, obviously, us in sixth. Country, fifth on 35. Guildford, fourth on 37, with Cardiff in third, also 37. Above them, by a point, the Belfast Giants, slowly creeping back up the table. But the Sheffield Steelers absolutely run away at the top of the league, 51 points through 29 games. Um, yeah. Biggest shout-out for me, though, senior does have to go to these two. Yeah. Ryan Valentini, top point scorer and outright top point scorer now. Um, 38 points through 30 games, 17 goals and 21 assists. You then look at your top goal scorer in Spencer Nass, who is, again, outright goal scorer by four goals now. Um 22 goals and 13 assists in 31 games, making him tied second in points um, with 35. Again, 
I'm going to keep looking at it. Tied sixth, Brendan Harms, 30 points in 31 games. Dryden yeah. Dow in seventh with 29 oh, points through 31 uh, games. That's a great effort, eh? Um, and I'll tell you, the club need to get the boys signed up now. Eh? I know that, I'll tell you. <laughs> or a, or know, at least a two-year contract. Yeah, I know that Glasgow have announced Bellick and, and the Rat being back uh, next season already. However, we all know contracts in the Elite League mean fuck all. Right? Oh, you, just hand in your, you just hand in your two weeks notice and you go away. Right? Yeah. But I would like to get these, certainly these three, Dryden, maybe a couple of others, but certainly the first line in Dryden, all signed up for next season. Um, and then if they do decide, you know what, we're going to try it elsewhere, at least get it in the contract. You then I got anybody else in the EIHL. Go and try yeah. someplace else. We will allow you to take that opportunity. Yeah. Get them signed up now, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, seeing it does bring us on to. It is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. So the the good. I've got a couple of things for the good. And um, the one the one is, and I did say it the other week, Junior, right? I'm gonna try and get bounce back ability in every episode we do, right? So we've got bounce back ability. Uh seven four for Cardiff, bounce back ability, maybe the Panthers five one. Um especially after a long journey down, journey back. I know that Mark, I've touched on that. Mark doesn't go with travel, Edu. It's, it's a shit journey. Um, but also, and this ain't maybe tops it, I thought Craig Moore had his best game for the Stars all season on Sunday yep. night against Nottingham. I don't know if he's went out to prove a point to the Nottingham uh, organisation or yep. if he's maybe went out because I do... I do think Craig gets unharshly treated sometimes on social media. Uh, and I don't know if he's maybe read some of the comments and went, right, here we go then, lads. Here's what I could do. I thought he played really well on Sunday. Yeah, uh, was good. So that's the good. The bad, it's another suspension, eh? Yeah. We've got to be, we've got to be more disciplined. And, and unfortunately, it just seems to be two guys. If it's no Big Chris, it's Sean. And if it's no Sean, it's Big Chris. Uh, and you know what? I think Sean will be a miss on Sun on Saturday against Fife because they've signed that. Is it Drake Pillin or Drake Pylon? Pylon. Uh, and he seems to be a wee bit of a loose cannon. Um, oh, uh, no, I think he could be. And Bless I think him. I maybe needed some light of Sean to put him in his place. But Bless him. We'll see Big how it Josh, goes. Back. Big Joshua's there. Big Mackay's there. I'd like to hope so, eh? Uh, but yeah, that's the bad. It's, it's another suspension. Um, it yeah. does mean that it makes it makes the, the the coach's decision a lot easier. He doesn't hate to drop anybody. He's not got to be scratch anybody from the lineup because yeah. Sean's already out. You know, yeah. uh, the ugly, and it's not really it is a star sort of related thing, but it's it's and we touched on it. Coach Cool touched on it again as Dops as well, right? But Dops. for me, it's the inconsistency of handing out suspensions. Sean's suspension, me personally, I think it is. I think it's a reckless hit. Uh, two games, yeah, maybe one game, 
Yeah, probably. And then you watch the highlights from, is it Belfast and... Coventry. Is it Coventry? It's in the Sky Dome. The hit that goes, the hit that's not penalised. No, no, there was... No, I think it was, was it no Belfast and Guildford or something? But anyway, Belfast were involved. Whatever. Belfast, Nottingham. That's what it was, because Nottingham got bumped for the member. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belfast, Nottingham, and there's a worse hit than Allen's. And then, as soon as he does the hit, he throws the gloves down and then grabs somebody and starts fighting them as well. And I'm thinking, you've allowed this hit to go. Yep. And it's, I just didn't see the consistency. We when it when it certainly comes to the the dopes as we really dopes. call them, not the dopes. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's my good, my bad, the ugly. Craig Moore, another suspension and inconsistent dopes. Let's take us on to the Craig Niche Decorators sponsored game preview. So we've already kind of touched on the the five home game with Coach Coulomb. Um Obviously, Johan Eriksson. Coach Cullen pointed out the two guys that, that I'm always fearful of is Lajeunesse and uh, Osterberg. Yeah, they're, Osterberg. They're, they're, yeah. And they are their top three point scorers this year. Um, so it will be a very, very tough game against the Flyers, regardless of where they're sitting in the league. Um, they're only eight points behind us, I think it is. So, again, a few games lose. They win a few games. They're right yeah. back in it and amongst it with fifth and sixth place again. So, Tough, tough game. Uh, Flyers will be coming over in their their numbers, I would assume. It's a Saturday night game, so I think they will come over. Then we're away to Sheffield again on the Sunday. Um, So, again, Steelers looking at... I I had a look at their stats, and and this is just... We go on about, you know, Valentini, Nass, Harms and Doubt. Steelers have three players... Tied in eighth for top points, two players tied in ninth, one player is tied sixth with Brendan Harms, and obviously Watling is tied in second place with Nats. So yeah. seven players in the top ten for for Hello. points scored. Yeah. Unreal, um, guys. Um, the 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 five game I think will be they'll be. They'll be hurt if they're getting bumped 10-1 for us, right? Yeah. They will be coming across to prove that that only happened because they had a young Brit netminder in the goal and we took our chances really well. Yeah. Uh, we need to be on top form a bit then, guaranteed. Uh, and if yeah. we are not, and if we don't play a 60-minute game and it's happened before, they will punish us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know they are they are lightning fast, uh, and then Sheffield. I don't like the saying, but it's like a freebie. If you go into Sheffield and take someone, or at least compete against them and hope that you get someone, that's all you can ask for. Flyers yep. proved that Flyers went into Sheffield and scored four. Okay, they still got bit, but yeah, you know there's there's opportunities against them. I think a bonus is we we've not got. Any travelling on Saturday, we're at home to Fife, and then we're, yeah. we're we're doing to Sheffield on the Sunday. So it's really one, it's really just one bus journey, uh, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Predictions. 
I'm going to say we'll beat Flyers 5-3. And I okay. think there might be there might be an empty netter in there. I'm hoping that it's Kevin Carrick, does it? <laughs> uh, but the Sheffield game... Uh, I'm going to go the same as what happened the last time. I think it might be 4-5-1. 5-1. 5-1. Okay, so I've went with 4-3 stars on Saturday and 6-2 Steelers on Sunday. So, okay. Senior. Yeah. It's time. Do what, fellas? It's fight night. Junior versus Senior. The gloves are off. So the gloves are off. In the gloves of sponsored junior versus senior. I don't know if senior is still here just now because it looks like he's frozen on the screen again. And I think he has. And we have senior back again. Um oh, fuck, see this fucking I've word. already I've already it's not the weather, it's your fucking Wi-Fi. I've told you about it numerous times over the last season. Right, so gloves off, sponsored junior versus senior. Senior, I'm changing it up a bit tonight because um Obviously, because you cheated. You read my notes. Much. So, <laughs> I have a list of names here, okay? Okay. I am going to give you a minute. A minute? Yeah, a minute. Well, it depends on what of the day first. To name, right? Right. Five players, okay? Right. Who wore a specific jersey number. Oh, All right. Fuck. So there is two. <laughs> there is thirteen of these players in the the whole of the stars time. Okay, thirteen wow. players wore this right. number. Right. Oh fuck. All you need to do is get five to get your maximum right. five points. Right. You'll get a point for every player. You right, should. Okay. You're going get to get one. at least two. <laughs> get one. You're going to get at least two. Okay. Right. The number is, and as soon as I say the number, I'm pressing start, right? Oh, fuck. The number is 11. Chris Ingalls. One. Uh, <laughs> that's probably about that. Carl, you, you, listen, you've, you know a couple more. You've mentioned them over the last few weeks. That's what got me thinking about this. Jack McClellan. No. You know, 40 seconds left. Ah, fuck, I've never gotten that fucking number 11. The only number... Get what? Chris Ingalls is the only in my head that's wore 11. <laughs> oh, it's tremendous. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sammy Ryan in. Mike Worrell. No. Billy Bagran. No. I'm just shouting at names. you got 15 seconds. I'm just shouting at names. Chris Ingalls. <laughs> you only get one point for Chris Ingalls. Uh, oh, Mama Betty's going to be raging on this one. Four, so it's no Matt White then. Three, two, nah. one. Wow. Right. So for everyone shouting at your screens, these are your 13 players. you got Chris Ingalls. Tommaso Traversa. Fuck off. Tommaso Traversa. Curtis Lineweber. Oh, okay, I'll accept that, but nah. 
Andres Persim. Piss off. The guy you did on Junior versus Senior a couple of weeks ago, Jarrett Conkle. Chris Phillips. Oh, fuck. Jeff Marshall. How many games did he wear 11? He wore 11 about fucking once. Two seasons because Tam wore seven. Not having that. Fraser Fraser McEachern. Oh my God. Some of these viewers only. Some of these people only even heard of these players. Yeah, Damon Rycroft. Mark Scott. Mark Scott. Uh, Yeah. Chris Petrie. Paul Sample. No other than this. And the last one, Nate Leslie. No other than that. No, I'm sorry, Junior. There's like, you've went. players you've, you for. You've, you've went right. Listen, I keep telling you, right? You ask me who played last week, I couldn't tell you. And you're asking me to remember 13 players that maybe wore number 11. You've went right back to the first season with Nate Leslie. Well, I was giving you a better chance. Yeah, anyway. I got one. Right. Yeah, you got one. So congratulations. Senior has got one point on the board now. Yeah, uh, was... You know what, Senior? Just because you've looking... got one, I'm going to play it for you. He was even lucky I got that. He's got the fanfare. So, Slimming World with Stella sponsored on this day. Not too much happened, to be honest with you, Senior. Um, on this day in 1989, um, born was Taylor Dickin. He was he was poor. He was good yeah. and poor for us. Um, the lever in 2012, and again, someone that you did do on Junior versus Senior when he signed for the Ontario Reign, Alan Mazur. All right. Okay. And two games on this day. 2016 was an away loss at the Brayhead, Paisley, Motherwell, Wishaw, North Renfrewshire, North Lanarkshire, South Lanarkshire, uh, Rutherglen, Bishop Briggs, Presswick Airport, Glasgow Clan. Uh, we lost 4 there. And in 2022, we had a home win against the Sheffield Steelers by 3-2. Goals from Sebastian Bingson, Craig Garrigan, and Charlie Combs. In front of a whopping record crowd of 200 people. Oh, was that the COVID? One of the COVID. One of the COVID oh, games. Right. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I, I, indeed. Um, the last thing for me, Senior, um, before we wrap up the show, is the Dundee Stars OSC are running a bus to Manchester on the 17th of February. It's not really to Manchester, it's to Altrinum. Um because they're not really Manchester. It's like it's like the Glasgow plan, <laughs> is it? You're not going to Glasgow, you're going to Brayhead. Exactly. No, you're, you're pretty much yeah. you're pretty much a Paisley. Um yeah. so OSC running a bus, um it is sixty pound for an adult, fifty-five pound for a concession slash 
child. Um, Non-members are an additional £10. They're leaving Dundee at 11am. They're having a one-hour stop in Gretna, just in case anybody wants to get married. And then returning right after the match. Um, So that does include your ticket as well. So bus and ticket. If you are interested, get in touch with the OSC page on Facebook or give your Liz Mama Betty a shout at the table on Saturday. Or you could just bother the life out of her and private message her on Facebook as well. That's always fun. We like to bother yeah. the life out of her. Yeah. Um, so if you're wanting to go, I'd say £60 for an adult who's a member, £55 for concession or child. If you're not a member, throw an extra tenner onto that. To be honest, 70 quid for your bus and ticket to Manchester is not too shabby. No, it's quite decent, eh? Well done, Mama Betty. Well done, Mama Betty. That is us. It's a long episode this week because we had a guest um, and we had numerous cutouts. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a bit of a shit show, this one. Oh, it's going um, to be a fucking laugh listening to this, I'll tell you. Oh, I know. I can't wait to watch the YouTube yeah. video version of this, um, especially yeah. having to cut certain bits out. I'll need to actually edit some bits out. Um, but again, thank you so much to our special guest, uh, Five Flyers head coach, uh, Tom Coolham. Senior, it was a it was a tough couple of weeks. Um, yeah. But as, as yeah. we've all said, he would not want us to dwell on all of this. He certainly wouldn't want a fuss made about it all. Um, because that's the stubborn person that he was. Yeah. But yeah, we've already said it, Mike. You'll be sadly missed, um, by absolutely everyone in that rank. You know, obviously we're good friends with Rachel on that, and but our thoughts are still all with the family, um, and everyone else, um, out with the ice hockey family as well, um, the Fairmere boys, and also United supporters and that as well. But yeah, on that note, it's a derby game on Saturday, yeah. and. I'll tell you now, senior. I certainly know where hell is. Yeah. Have a good week, and we'll see you on Saturday.